0: get fine my name is David my name is Tomas and we are back with another episode back like we never left I mean, we didn't this is the first time we've actually uploaded three proper well where three, are we? what, where are... three proper episodes uh, in a week in a long time this past week so well, let's not
1: jump the gun we are just recording at this moment I mean fair yeah yeah a lot can still happen
0: oh, yeah yeah But, um, anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic New Year. At the time of this recording, it is January 2nd. This will come out on January 3rd. Uh, It is officially 2023, and so I hope you guys had a great holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, and uh, enter into a good New Year. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. I'm excited.
1: For where this year might bring us. I'm also excited for where this Wikipedia game will bring us. I don't have high hopes. That I don't appreciate
0: that. I I'm put, just saying, you were working on it for four hours, and I, you still couldn't come up with five good hints. So. I
1: put a lot of... Yeah, but I have three really good hints. I just don't know that they're going to help you. Like, they're really cool. I just don't know that they're going to help you.
0: I mean, I, I personally think the coolest part about this game... Is like finding out cool and interesting things about the teams. Okay. So even if I lose, no big deal. The second most fun part is making you look like a fool. Uh, But you know, if that doesn't happen, that's okay. 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 Okay.
1: So give me these hints. So hint number one: This team was in need of an arena.
0: What kind of team? Hockey team. Hockey team. This hockey
1: team. Okay. This hockey team was in need of an arena. Instead of demolishing the current arena that was there and building a new one, the team undertook a massive $965 million renovation.
0: Jeez. At that point, why wouldn't you just build a new one? Anyway, uh, what's the name of this arena? Uh,
1: I'm sorry, I can't tell you that information. One of these days, I'm going to get you. Um, uh, You got me on the first, like, like, just like the very, before the first episode, you got me. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. I want want to do it live on air. Yeah. Again, the second most fun thing about this is making you look like a
1: fool. Okay. Okay. (laughs)
0: Uh, Oh man. Uh, Let me go. The Boston
1: Bruins. No. This team is likely to be feeling pressure, as they play in a city Um, that has had a plethora of professional sports success. However, this city has not brought home the Stanley Cup since nineteen seventeen.
0: Well, it's definitely not Los Angeles. Um, a lot of professional success. Yep. Okay. Nineteen seventeen. Are we in like original six territory at that point?
1: I I believe that's around that time, but I don't think it is quite that time. Yeah, you said a lot of professional
0: success. So it's not yeah. like
1: Toronto. Well, like I'm not. What I'm saying is uh, it's definitely not Chicago.
0: Nashville's been around since seventeen. No,
1: so what I'm saying when I say plethora professional sport plethora of success is yeah. like other professional teams. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure that's clear. I'm not saying like this team has had. Thomas, I didn't think you're saying this team has had a lot of Stanley
0: Cups, but not since 1970. No, I know what you meant.
1: Okay, I mean, Listen, I guess that may I guess that's am not smart, part of That did kind of, but I'm not
0: that dumb. Depending on who you ask. Um. I can't decide if this is original sixteen. You won't tell me, is it? I oh, don't know. I won't tell you that. That's well, pretty lame. Um, just in case it's not, okay. I am going to guess a team that has had a lot of professional success, and I don't know when the last time this team won Stanley Cup. Although I highly doubt they've been around since nineteen seventeen, I am going to guess it anyway. simply because of the amount of professional success the city has had. Philadelphia Flyers.
1: No, no, but that is it. That is a, That is a good guess. That is, I, I kind of threw that in there to kind of like Lots narrow success. it down a
0: little bit for you. lost success out there in Pennsylvania. Out there. I know. Against, I know. It's obviously not the Pittsburgh Penguins because they won,
1: you know, most recently. Yeah, against, like 2015, 2016. Yeah, they against, against the, the Nashville Predators. Okay. Hit yeah. number three. This team's current play-by-play announcer, Everett Fitz, made NHL history when he became the first African-American to hold the position for a team. As a play-by-play announcer? Uh, radio play-by-play, yeah. Oh. Huh. Interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, that doesn't help me at all. It's a good hint, but doesn't help me. So I'm going back to the... Uh, I think it's Original Six. Your face looked funny when uh, I said Original Six. It's not Detroit. It's not Boston, so I already guessed it. It's not Toronto. Uh, it's definitely not Montreal. I'm blanking on the rest of the original six. Chicago? I already said Chicago, and it's not Chicago because Chicago is one Rangers?
1: They're not an original six team. I'm pretty sure the Rangers are an original six team.
0: Like you're just me off, yeah. Um, is Ottawa an original sixteen? Definitely not. Never know. Is Vancouver? No, Vancouver's not. Mm-mm. Was it three Canadian and three American? No, it was like four I American. Think, and I think two four Canadian. American,
1: two Canadian. And I already got Toronto and Montreal. Yeah, I think I think your original six theory might be
0: busted. Uh, nah, bro, I'm just missing the second team. I am certain. That it's in there somewhere, it's the just the original sixteen I'm missing. Do you want to pass
1: on this? No, gosh, no. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the Rangers, dude. Well, oh, shut up. I'm I'm fairly certain that it's the Rangers. Uh, Do give play? me
0: the not an original sixteen. God, I'm
1: just trying to think of a team with like is a, not a lot original of sixteen. It is not. I'm trying
0: to think 16. of a, a team with a lot of professional success that hasn't won a Stanley Cup
1: since 1917.
0: 1917. It's no. not New York, because I already guessed New York. No, I guessed Philly. Yeah, you guessed Philly. I guess it could be New York.
1: Give me the New York Islanders. That is incorrect. Are you ready for your next tent? Yes. Okay. On February 17th, 2022, this is recent. Against the Winnipeg Jets, former player JT Brown served as the color commentator, while Fitzhugh served as the radio commentator in what became the first all-black broadcast in NHL history.
0: I should definitely know this. I remember this. I remember the update. Like, I remember, like... It's pretty cool. This is really dope. It's hockey. There's like been like seven black people that ever play hockey ever. This is a really cool thing. That is that is a very hyperbolic statement. Obviously. Everything I say is hyperbolic. Point is I have distinct memories okay. of this.
1: And I don't remember the team. Uh is this four? Yeah, this is hint number four. Okay. Sorry. Hint number five might help you.
0: Uh you know what? I think you were saying this just to throw me off. It's the New York Rangers,
1: isn't it? (laughs) It is not. It is not the New York Rangers. All right. Are you ready for your final hint? I guess. Pay attention. Due to COVID, this team lost their mascot for the year. And when it came time for the next season, this team promoted team pup Davey Jones To be the team's mascot. This dog was a four-month-old rescue dog who was trained to be a therapy dog and socializes with fans at home games. Oh, I don't
0: know, but they're on my new favorite team. (laughs) What?
1: That's amazing. Isn't that great? Their mascot's a dog? Yep. No one in the NHL is a mascot that's a dog. I also think it's a Husky. No one in the NHL is a Husky as a mascot. Oh, I mean... Or at least not a name. No, it's not like it, it, it's not like, not the name. I mean, like, for instance, the Preds have Nash.
0: Yeah, the Flyers no. have Gritty. But Nash is a saber-toothed tiger.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gritty's not a Flyer. Facts. Also, Na- what
0: the heck is uh Old Buddy in Seattle? Freaking Gremlin. He's like a
1: troll. What's his name? Uh, yeah, his name's Bowie. Bowie. That's it. He is a troll. Anyway. He's
0: a sea troll. Uh, golly, man. I'm thinking professional success has not that won since 1917. Uh, it is definitely. Baby's not their mascot. Anymore. It's not Boston. No. Seattle's? Yeah. Bowie's not Seattle's mascot anymore? Mm-mm. They got roasted for that. So did Philly for Gritty at yeah, Gritty's first. Gritty's perfect. Gritty's terrifying. But they got roasted for Gritty at first. And now. perfect. Huh, okay. Um, lots of professional success. Hasn't won a cup since 1917.
1: The city, lots of professional success. Yes, yeah. Thomas, I understand. I'm just, I'm just trying to like <laughs> make sure... I know I just woke up from a nap, but come on, I'm here. I'm, just, I'm all I'm just, here, bro. I'm just trying to make sure I'm as clear as possible. Um...
0: Is it the Seattle? Is it Seattle? It is Seattle. That is not That's not even fair. The Seattle Kraken has never won a Stanley Cup. That's why I said the city. You said, Oh, oh I see. The city hasn't won a Stanley Cup. Yep since nineteen seventeen.
1: And that's that's why I said that's why I made the clarification when we oh, were talking okay. about Bowie that he wasn't the mascot anymore. That's so dumb.
0: <laughs> also, I don't know, if that city's really had a lot of professional success. I mean,
1: if you tie in the MLS, then yeah, they've had Oh, I thought we were cause... talking about
0: real sports, sorry, my bad. What what is wrong with you? MLS soccer is terrible soccer. It
1: is it is, but it's still relevant. Is it? It's should be relevant oh wow you had 28 people at your last home game that's a new record yeah uh the sounders actually consistently sell out a 40000 capacity arena so oh
0: wow good for you high school football in texas does that on a tuesday night
1: i think there's a difference or actually you know what obviously they're on the right track if you're comparing it to high school football in texas I'm not. I'm saying they can't even
0: compete with high school football in Texas.
1: If they're being mentioned in the same realm, it's a comparison. Look, here's my
0: thing. Soccer is a lesser than sport. Lesser than football. Lesser than baseball. No. Lesser than hockey. No. Soccer.
1: Well, yeah. Well, No. Soccer is the world's greatest sport. It is. I'm sorry. Like, you can have preferences, and a lot of Americans have preferences to put soccer below a lot of these sports. But soccer, like, if we're having a purely objective conversation, soccer is the world's greatest sport.
0: Thomas, when you're watching sports, there's no such thing as a purely objective thing. You don't like soccer as much as at least three other sports.
1: And, oh, that's uh, true, but I, I can And I can so you cannot
0: call it the world's greatest sport because you don't even think it's one of the top three sports for you to watch. And we live in America, not the rest of the world. Therefore, here in America, soccer is not as important as literally like
1: eight other sports. That is false. Soccer is a top four sport in America.
0: That is not true. That is true. That is Baseball not true. is not it. Well, yeah. But football, basketball, I was about to burp real loud, and I was like, you're on a, you're on a microphone. Don't do that. Um, soccer, not soccer, football, basketball, hockey, all bigger than soccer. Golf is probably bigger than soccer in America. Uh,
1: tennis is probably bigger than soccer in America. I disagree. I, I find that very hard to uh, believe.
0: And then I mean, on top of that, like curling Serena? is probably
1: bigger. Oh, you're just in America. You are just taking a piss um, right now.
0: But here's my thing: not only is it the least popular sport ever in America,
1: not true. Cricket. It's also
0: the lesser than of the actual sport.
1: The MLS cool. sucks. The MLS is a watered down version of what soccer should be. Not yard. even
0: watered down. It's not even water. It's boiling dry.
1: Boiling
0: You're burning and dry. the bottom of your pan. Watered
1: down my foot. Listen, listen. They still have success in Seattle and the MLS. And that, that is saying. still relevant given how passionate the West Coast is about their soccer teams.
0: Listen, if 29 people want to go cheer on a bunch of
1: guys who couldn't make we, it in European soccer. I literally soccer, just told you it was 40,000 regularly.
0: My bad. If 59 people wanted to go David, cheer on a bunch of guys who couldn't make it in real
1: soccer, good for them. David, that's like Bridgestone <laughs> Arena has a capacity of 18,000. Um, yeah, I'm well aware. That's over double the amount of people who go to Preds games. But that's only because Preds games can't
0: hold more. Is it? The National Predators have been one of the most sold-out stadiums in the last 10 10 years in the entire league. Bridgestone Arena has been voted the number one arena in hockey like six out of the last nine years. So, yeah.
1: Listen, listen.
0: If we had 40,000 strong, I have no doubt we'd be selling that place out. Listen,
1: listen. They did have a very long run of sold-out games. It ended, and they've had a hard time putting that streak together. I'm not saying that their ticket sales are bad. I'm just saying... I cannot believe
0: you're throwing the Preds under the bus to support soccer. MLS soccer at I'm that. Not,
1: I'm not throwing the Preds under the bus. We're just having a conversation about You're saying logistics. the Preds suck here. That's not what I'm I saying. I can't believe you hate the Preds. You are so
0: ridiculous. Listen, can I be honest with you right now? Yeah. I personally don't like MLS soccer. But I am certainly not like as vehemently against it as I have been, are I you, just are really, you literally
1: just messing wanted with me to right see now? how far I could take it
0: and <laughs> see like the craziest things I could say just to draw a reaction out of you. And boy, did it work! <laughs> hurts, I personally dude. don't like MLS soccer, but I know like Geodis Park sells out stadiums. I know Atlanta FC sells out stadiums. I know. Uh, Chicago sells out stadiums. I know a lot of people love their soccer in in in, in the U.S. So I'm,
1: <laughs> I was just taking the piss.
0: You're right.
1: Yeah, clearly, clearly. <gasps> when did when did this idea formulate? Because it's not like the the opportunity uh, was I, there for long. When I first, so when
0: you said, uh, I was like, there hasn't been much professional success in Seattle, and you said, well, if you got the Sounders. And I, as a joke, was like, ah, yeah, we don't count soccer. And then you got so abhorrently disgusted with me, that is when I decided, you know what? We're going to keep
1: snowballing this. That is disrespectful. And speaking of disrespectful, let's talk about the commanders uh, benching Taylor Heineke for Carson Wentz. That's just stupid, man. What in the world? You have you 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 acquire a quarterback, two sprains, Carson Wentz in the offseason. And Thank he, you, by the way. What? Listen, thank you. You're welcome. To Washington. Oh, oh for yeah, yeah, from the Colts for doing that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't go or the first like 2 weeks he's pretty good and then the rails come off it go, he, he hits the other side of the spectrum, then you bring in Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke bring breathe this breath of life into your team, projects you forward, and on the final stretch, after you bench Taylor Heineke, even though he was having a pretty good game, you were just getting yeah. mollywopped for yeah. Carson Wentz. They both had the equal like the same effect really, going into the final two game stretch you decide to roll with Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke. The disrespect is unquantifiable. Here's my only
0: rationale for this. One, Ron is dumb. Don't think he's a good coach. Uh, I'm on record having said that. Uh, he has had literally one good season in his entire career of coaching. Um, so... I don't think Ron Rivera is a very good coach. But two, I think um, this is a team that had a very outside chance at making the playoffs. They had won a few games in a row. They had a legitimate shot at getting into the dance. And so Ron Rivera decided um, we need to do whatever it takes. And so when it gets to these nitty gritty games where it's like you have to win to get in, he panicked. And he thought, do I go with the guy who has played MVP caliber football or this guy who's been winning us games? And he panicked, and he's a bad coach, so he picked the guy who once upon a time, five years ago, played MVP caliber football. And it was a horrible mistake because uh, this is now six interceptions in the last two games out of good old two springs. Uh, six interceptions in two games. Is that, is that bad?
1: Yeah, no, that's horrendous. It's
0: pretty freaking bad. Carson Wentz is not a good quarterback. He had one shot at redemption and literally single-handedly lost the, um, lost the Colts a chance at the playoffs for some weird reason. I don't know why, but I'm thankful the Commanders took a flyer on him. But, like, here's the thing that gets me. We've seen this in other places before. Um... I don't personally think it matters what stats your quarterback has if he is winning you football games. And this season, Taylor Heineke is winning you football games. I don't care if Manns goes out there and has nine incompletions and nine interceptions. If you get a W at the end of the day, That's the guy I want running my freaking offense. It doesn't make any sense to me. And honestly, it kind of pisses me off because there's a guy who's actually working hard and trying to earn his spot on this team and who has done enough to do that. That they're sitting down for a guy who at once upon a time was a promising talent who has not been good in literally five years. He's had his turn. This is Taylor Heineke's turn and you are ripping that away from him. I I pray that Taylor Heineke can do a Kirk Cousins and move on and actually get a real chance somewhere else because it's very clear that, like Kirk, he's not going to get that in Washington.
1: The unfortunate thing is that at 29 years old, how many more chances does he have?
0: I mean, Kirk moved at, what, like 28?
1: Yeah, but Kirk also had been starting. They just wouldn't give him a contract. That's true. Taylor Heineke this season... In nine games, I'm not sure how many of those were starts, uh, has 1,800 yards, 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's I mean, that's fine. That's better than Carson Wentz, if I'm not mistaken. That's that's very fine, especially when you consider in those nine games, six
0: of them were probably wins. That's very fine. Oh, my
1: gosh. Uh, Wentz, (sighs) in eight games... 1,700 yards, 11 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. There is a very clear... You you trade one less touchdown for three more interceptions. Uh, But moving out of Washington's quarterback, Brian Robinson got another extended look this week with Antonio Gibson being out. And that resulted in 87 yards on 24 carries. For the season that gives him 797 yards and two touchdowns
0: after getting shot in the butt
1: yeah uh what what do we what do we make of that is there are do we have we seen enough to say this guy might not be it or does he get another go next year at being the starter in washington i don't really know why
0: that's a question Of course he gets another I mean,
1: it shouldn't be a question, but we've seen Washington in the past make erratic choices, and I I think he's fine. I hope he's fine. Like, in how many games has
0: he played this season? Like 10, 11? um, Because he missed a lot of games after being shot in the booty. He has played in 12. So 700 yards in 12 games is really good. It's well on pace for over 1,000 yards. Um, I definitely think he's doing as good as Antonio Gibson has in the past couple years. And he's been playing, lot, been playing a lot better than Antonio Gibson has been this year. And so, um, yeah, I think no question he gets another start. Uh, and with a full offseason, actually being able to be with the team, be at OTAs, be at training, stuff like that, I think he has a real good shot at getting a lot better. It's also important to note that this has been a weird year for running backs, it has like I feel like you're either rushing for like seven yards a carry or Two. a yard and a half yeah. per carry. Like it's it seems to be nowhere in but like because there are like five guys right now who are rushing over five yards a carry, which is yeah. insane at a season pace. Insane. Absolutely. But then you got your guys like John, uh, your guys like Jonathan Taylor, your guys like Antonio Gibson, your guys like Ezekiel Elliott who are averaging like two and a half, three yards a carry. And so there's something in the water with the rushing this year. Some people are doing really well. Some people are doing really bad. Um, I don't know. I like Brian Robinson. I think he's definitely earned a spot as uh, at least another shot in Washington. I don't I don't think you – I think he'd be stupid to move on. Oh, I agree. At I... this point. But, like you said, Ron Rivera is their head coach. Sorry, you didn't say that. I did. Um he he has cancer and so a lot of people are like ah oh, you can't talk
1: bad about Ron Rivera
0: I can he's horrible he's a bad coach David where's your heart I don't have one not for Ron Rivera wow. I also I also should say something in my heart hates that 2015 15 and 1 Carolina Panthers team That's uh impressive. I hate them because they just, I, like, I firmly believe they were the worst 15-win team in the history of the NFL.
1: That's a bold proclamation.
0: I mean, it was it showed it in the playoffs. They struggled to get to the Super Bowl. When they got there, they got absolutely embarrassed against a guy in Peyton Manning who, no offense, I love you, Peyton, if you ever hear this podcast. One, I would die from excitement, but two, I would be so embarrassed. Um, a guy who was declining and not good anymore. And they
1: got embarrassed by that team. I hope Peyton Manning listens to this and blocks you on Twitter. Peyton Manning doesn't have Twitter? Not yet. He's going to make it a Twitter. I actually don't know that. He might have a Twitter. I just wanted
0: wanted to sound like I know everything about Peyton Manning's life. Uh, He just recently got an Instagram. I'll block
1: you on that, too. I followed him. I love him.
0: Peyton, I love you. Please Uh, don't block me. So, (sighs)
1: speaking about being good and then not being good. Uh, I don't know if you remember. In week one, Justin Jefferson ate against Jair Alexander on Green Bay. And there was a bit of smack talk going into this game. Uh, After that game... Well, after week one, Jair... Yeah, English, Thomas. Figured out.
0: Are we not going to talk about the other half of the Washington Browns game? I
1: mean, do we have to? (laughs) We don't have to, but it's significant. We don't have to if you don't want to. I just like... I really liked that transition, man. I mean, listen, fair enough. Cleveland sucks.
0: There you go. Sean Watson had the best season or best game of his season so far. Best
1: game of his season. Unfortunately. <laughs> listen, it's relevant. It is relevant. That's all I'm saying. Nick Chubb. Yeah, nine of eighteen from D
0: Watt. Very, very I didn't say it was good. I said it was the best of his season so far. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, Nick Chubb did go on.
0: Nick Chubb he had 14 off. carries, 104 yards, 7.6 yards for carry, 7.4 yards. Uh, and Amari Cooper, three catches for 105 yards and two tuts. Um, I just thought there was significant stuff there. That's it. We can I mean, move on. Do your transition now.
1: Okay. Uh, speaking of bad, good performances and then bad performances, uh, you may recall Justin Jefferson against Jair. That? He's a wide for receiver. Wide
0: right receiver for uh, Minnesota. New England?
1: Minnesota. Mi- Minnesota. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Going up against Green Bay Packer elite cornerback Jair Alexander, and he kind of feasted. He uh, popped off for nine receptions, 184 yards, and two touchdowns.
0: I assume we did pretty good in this game, too.
1: Uh, Following that week, Jair Alexander openly declared it a fluke. Said it wouldn't happen again. Well, we got our our rematch. Justin Jefferson went one reception on five targets for 15 yards. Listen, I'm just saying, he averaged
0: 15 yards a catch. That's pretty good.
1: (laughs) I mean, even if you want to go that route, that's five yards less per catch he averaged in week one.
0: Yeah, man, this is this is pretty wild. I like I don't understand Minnesota, dude. They win these games against teams like Buffalo that they have no business winning. And then they like demolish the Cowboys, or was that the opposite? Did the Cowboys demolish them? The Cowboys demolished them. Okay, never mind. But still, they win games they shouldn't. And then they go into these games, like in Dallas, like in Green Bay, like in Detroit, that they should at least competitive in that they get stomped in it doesn't make sense but credit to Green Bay whose defense has struggled all year um, since the beginning of him being drafted Justin Jefferson has by far been the number one target over there in Minnesota yeah he's been playing absolutely phenomenally uh this season mans was trying to get to uh 2,000 yards which is still possible but very unlikely uh after you know 15 yards in a game Justin Jefferson has been the guy all year long. And then as soon as the trade happened with Detroit, TJ Hawkinson quickly became his number two. And the Green Bay Packers, this defense who has gotten a lot of flack all season, did a great job at stuffing both of them, making sure both of them didn't get the ball nearly as much. Uh, TJ Hawkinson only had seven catches on his 12 receptions. He only had 59 yards. And then Justin Jefferson, obviously you talked about only one catch on his five. And then Dalvin Cook, absolutely stuffed at the line nine carries 27 yards um I I, I really don't understand Minnesota I don't it scares me because I like Minnesota I want Minnesota to come out and win a bunch of games in the playoffs I would love to see Minnesota go to the Super Bowl and like I I feel like Minnesota does this. They have this propensity to win these close games, but then when they're not winning close games, they're getting blown out in, in, you know, blowouts. And so that scares me about Minnesota, but credit to the Packers. This Packers team has been right on the brink of elimination pretty much since like week six. And um, they have, I mean... Been playing lights out the last. I think they've won what five games in a row.
1: They are, they are, Um, they are moving.
0: Been on an absolute tear. They have a legit. All they got to do is win. And because they needed either the Giants to lose two or the Commanders to lose one. The Commanders lost this week. So all they got to do is win in week um, 18 in order to make it in. And so um, good for the Packers. Anything can happen in the postseason. Uh, They were, I think. Like nine and seven, the year that they won the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. And so anything can happen. Uh Aaron Rodgers is finally connected with those young guys. The defense is looking like they're playing a lot better. So I think uh, this is good for game, the Packers, but scares I, me about the Vikings. I
1: think this game is summarized in one stat line. Yeah. Turnovers. Minnesota yeah. four, Green Bay yeah. Zero. Uh did you watch the game? I watched what I could. I was, I was working. So, like, I could see, like, five, ten minutes at a time. But There were a couple of
0: picks that it looked like Kirk and the wide receivers were running two different plays. And then there's one pick that wasn't even Kirk's fault. But it was just, it was a weird, uncharacteristic day. Because, like, in, in, if you do go back and look at the Dallas game, the Dallas game they just played bad football, right? But this one they looked discombobulated. I don't it's hard to explain, but they just looked like they weren't together. Kirk was making throw like like a guy would run, break left and then break back right and Kirk acted like he never knew he was going to break back right. This guy would go into the slot and then about halfway through the uh pass go diagonal, I'm sure there's a name for that. Slant. slant. Um, yeah. So, he would go into the slot and then slant towards the end or the... Pylon? Sideline. <laughs> slant towards the sideline. And Kirk would just act like he didn't know he was going to slant. And that's at least two of his picks. It was a really weird, like... Well... A lot of teams have games like this,
1: but it was a really weird game to watch. Allow me to speculate, if I may. Do it. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, big rivalry. Yeah.
0: I I really think a rivalry is only relevant if both teams are competitive, and Minnesota hasn't been for a long time. <laughs> Minnesota
1: took them to the woodshed though, last or the first oh, yeah, time yeah, they yeah, met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's there's storylines there. Brett Favre going to yeah. Minnesota, like there's
0: yeah. division rivals nonetheless. Yeah. There's
1: there is substance there, if you will. Uh, in Green Bay, Green Bay fans tend to be a bit passionate I would say Uh, in the cold which Green Bay Green Bayans Wisconsin's Wisconsin's
0: Wisconsin's
1: Wisconsin's what what cheeseheads cheeseheads tend to like the cold especially football I think you put that all together it was probably a real loud environment I don't know how many people really
0: like the cold I think some people are better at dealing with the cold and they're pretentious Uh, about it I don't know how many people really like that kind of cold. I like the cold. Northerners like
1: like that kind of cold out of principle.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They don't really like it, they just have to like it. They love it. Like those dudes you see when it's like 17 degrees, shirtless with their nipples painted. No, they don't like that. They're not having a good time, they are not comfortable. They're gonna get frostbite and they're
1: okay with getting frostbite. They're not comfortable, they're just okay with getting frostbite. I think it depends on how well insulated your paint is.
0: <laughs> what if they had like heated body paint that could like insulate you? That'd be pretty good. It
1: traps your body heat and warm shit. It's like a blanket.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh I will say this. One team has a already a path to the playoffs in Minnesota. And then Green Bay, obviously, is still fighting. And that plays a big deal. Like, whether you want to say it does or not, oh, we're not even thinking about the record. We go in every game and oh, 0
1: Are you suggesting they mailed it in a little bit this week? Not intentionally. I'm not saying they went out there not caring intentionally. They went out there safe.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying they went out there saying like, oh, it doesn't matter if we win this game. Do-do-do. I just think subconsciously they knew it didn't matter. They've won the division. They've already clinched the division. They've got their playoff spot. Uh, Their odds are not going to make the number one seed. Uh, Granted, they had a much better shot had they won this game. But still, I I think subconsciously they really weren't as hasty as Green Bay was. Green Bay had to win this game. Green Bay knows they have to win out. Uh, Green Bay has two games left, both divisional games, like you said, which hypes people up, gets people going, and so um, I, I, there's a lot that plays into it, but ultimately good for Green Bay, um, and good for Aaron Jones. Yeah, Aaron Jones, 14 carries, 111 yards. Again, these weird freaking yards per carry, 7.9 <laughs> yards per carry. Uh, yeah, good for, good for. Uh,
1: Aaron Jones and the Packers. If Green Bay makes the playoffs and anything happens, it's going to be. What I mean by that is like they go on a run.
0: Yeah.
1: It's going to be unlike any run we've seen Green Bay go on because it's not going to be on Aaron Rodgers' back. It's going to be on Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon's. I mean, more Aaron Jones. I mean, that we've seen either or pop off for a game and get fed the ball more. A.J. Dillon's fine. I'm kidding.
0: AJ Dillon's really good. I just really like Aaron Jones.
1: So, they're both fine.
0: Yeah, no, they're both great. They both should be starters. But anyway, uh I agree. I agree, and I think that's something that like Aaron Rodgers has had to come to terms with. Yeah. This season, which I think has been hard for him because if you know anything about Aaron Rodgers, he
1: really loves Aaron Rodgers. Uh and so <laughs> I wish I wish that we uh I wish that we had video for your facial expression right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think that's something he's
0: had to come to terms with, just like, just like he had to come to terms with the fact that they drafted Jordan Love, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so good for him, finally accepting that, realizing that maybe the world doesn't revolve around him, and maybe he hasn't accepted that. He just wants to win so that people can celebrate him.
1: Was that thunder? Yeah, dude. We're about to have like a really big thunderstorm. Rolling. Solid. Like Solid. A, like a really big one.
0: Well, that was wild. That like shook the house. So let's go ahead and finish out these games so yeah, that yeah. The, we can get done before the thunder interrupts us again.
1: Uh, Well, you know, just hear that if you hear a rumbling, it's just our live studio audience in heaven or something.
0: Also, my belly. I haven't had dinner.
1: Uh, okay, so Philly, New Orleans. Does Philly need Jalen Hurts more than we thought they did? This is, a, I think, a weird... Like...
0: I think a lot of people talked about how good the system was, myself included. Uh, and so, in doing so, it kind of diminished Jalen Hurts. And I think some people maybe meant for that to happen. I think a young rush-first black quarterback is playing really, really good football, and I think that pisses a lot of people off. So I think some people maybe do mean to discredit Jalen Hurts. I did not when I said that. So I do want to say that nothing against Jalen Hurts. Like Jalen Hurts has made an incredible leap. He's played significantly better football this year. I think he's legitimately, at least in the conversation, for the MVP. I don't think it's him, no offense, uh, but at least in the conversation. And... um But the way this system looked when Gardner Minshew played last week, he had over 400 yards passing. The team still scored 34 points, and even in an L, that's huge. Like, that should have been a W. That game should have been a win, and it's not because it was Gardner at quarterback as opposed to Jalen. It's because your defense allowed 40 points on the Dallas Cowboys. And so um, I do think – The first week, you could make an argument that this team can still win without Jalen Hurts. But this week, I don't know that that argument is able to be made.
1: It baffles me that a team was only able to put up 10 points when their top two wide receivers combined for 212 total yards. Yeah.
0: Yeah, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith both had massive games, and yet this offense only puts up 10 points. And it's not like you can put it all on Gardner Minshew. It's not like he had six turnovers. Uh he only had one
1: pick. I mean, the only touchdown that Philly scored was a 78-yard touchdown from wow. AJ Brown.
0: I do feel like a lot of the a lot of like places where we get the benefits of Jalen Hurts, the things that Jalen Hurts is excellent at that Gardner Minshew does not necessarily do well, which is like being able to escape the pocket, being able to rush for those third and fours, being able to do certain things like that. I don't think Gardner is nearly as good uh, on his feet as Jalen Hurts is, and I think that could be. Because, I mean, you look, they're putting up yards. They're um, getting places. It seems like just those last plays, those third and twos, those third and threes that couldn't happen, that is where you insert Jalen Hurts and you say he could have made that. He could have scrambled out, escaped that guy, made it to the pylon, made it to the first down, extended the play. And I think that's where we see that... Uh, it factor. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand.
1: Thank you. Thank You're you.
0: not my it factor, Siri. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know, man. I I, I do enjoy this Philly, Philly team. I... Don't think Gardner's a starter. I know a lot of people do think he shouldn't be a backup. I don't. Uh, but I do think after this, seeing the struggle, immense struggle of the Eagles this week, I do think we can safely say that uh, we definitely missed, or the Eagles are definitely missing Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah. Um, from my perspective, that, what Everything you said is absolutely right. I mean, that's where you're really missing Jalen Hurts is on those third downs where if you call a pass play and it's it's not there, he can pick it up himself. Exactly. Uh, so from one it factor in Pennsylvania to another, can he pick it? Two game-winning drives back-to-back.
0: I am a big fan of this kid, man.
1: I am a big fan of him as well. Um I will admit that I am a bit cautious and a bit curious if he is the guy. I hope he is. I really want him to be.
0: I I really think when you look at this season that Kenny Pickett has played. If you look at his stats, don't look at his touchdowns, but look at the rest of his stats. They're not bad. Kenny Pickett hasn't played bad this season. He is a rookie. In a Mike Tomlin offense, without a phenomenal receiving core, no offense. Uh, And even still, he's taking care of the ball. He's only had, what, nine picks on the year? Mm -hmm. Um, He's taking care of the ball. He has a really good completion percentage for a rookie. I think, like, this is a rookie year. Like, we don't see quarterbacks play good their rookie year, period, end of story. Justin Herbert's rookie year is an outlier. Baker Mayfield's rookie year is an outlier. And so I think there's a reason Peyton Manning set the rookie record in 1998 with 26 passing touchdowns. Like, rookies don't play good football, and Kenny Pickett played good football. I think this showed a lot of promise for the future for Kenny Pickett. It it, it doesn't tell me that he's going to be a, a Patrick Mahomes. But it tells me he can be a good enough player to win you guys a lot of football games and take you to the promised land, I think.
1: So, Kenny Pickett threw three, six, eight interceptions in his first five games. Since then, he has only thrown one in the remaining seven. So, I think there might be a bit of uh, bias from those first couple games. Yeah. Yeah. But I also don't know if we're getting a good look at him specifically because of the offensive system that is being run there by Matt Canada.
0: I do think, I mean, everyone, everyone currently in existence remotely related to Pittsburgh, the players, the staff, the fans, even just the Sunday night viewers would benefit from... Anyone but Matt Canada. It's calling a, plays in Pittsburgh.
1: Steve Smith called it a Saturday offense.
0: I'll just be over here sipping my tea.
1: Uh, for those of you who could use a little more explanation, he he said it was barely a Saturday offense. He Steve Smith is so freaking savage. He. Dude. <laughs> that what Steve Smith said is this is barely a collegiate football yeah. level offense. That's so funny, and it makes sense if that's the case. That why it's getting shut down so hard. Yeah, so hard, like it is aggressive. Yeah, how bad it is,
0: and yet Mike Tomlin is such a good freaking coach. He is.
1: You eight guys might eight. make the playoffs. He is eight and eight. We going into the season. Let me rant as a Steelers fan. Let me rant. Let me get on my soapbox and explain to you the trials and tribulations of being a Steelers fan. It's hard. It's not for the faint of heart. Okay. You poor baby. Shut up.
0: I bet you're so tired of having six Super
1: Bowls. Shut, shut up. Oh, right. Shut up right baby. now. Let me. Let me. Let me. for the most Super Bowls you, by any in the
0: league. You poor baby. Are you done? Haven't had a losing season in oh twenty freaking gosh. years. Poor baby.
1: Are you are you done? Can I can I say my piece? Can I say my piece, please? The Colts
0: have had more head coaches in the last year than you've had in the last 50. I don't want to hear your garbage, but
1: go ahead. Someone else might. This team is not good. This team has not been... What I mean by good is this team is not in a spot to make noise in the playoffs. You know the TikTok trend where they're like playing the tiny violin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The AJR song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, But we keep making the playoffs. So that draft pick keeps going lower and lower and lower. And because we're the Steelers, the second we make the playoffs, all sense of rationality flies out the window. The Steelers in the playoffs, you know what that means? That means the Steelers are getting their seventh Super Bowl. That's what that means. I have been this way. The last three years. And I was just excited for once to enter a postseason without (laughs) my hopes. Put up on a pedestal. Expecting (laughs) to dog walk the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs. And in turn watching us get dog walked by the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs. I was just ready for my heart to not be ripped out of my chest for for once. Listen, man.
0: And, not only that, y'all went up 7 nothing with a fumble touchdown from TJ Watt early in that to game, To open the too. game.
1: I was like, I was like, and like, and like, we knew our offense was brain dead. I think I looked at you and said, offense don't have to do anything. TJ's got us. <laughs> TJ oh. and Mink are going to score all of our points, and we're going to beat them 45 to nothing.
0: Listen, man, it's important to uh, be excited for nothing, because then you can be disappointed by nothing. That sounds like such a sad life. Thanks. That's how I do it. Oh my god, David. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, I understand, I will say, I would much rather have a four-win team that is horrible, and I know from week two we're not making it to the postseason, than try to go in with any sort of hope and get my dreams absolutely ripped away. That's part of the, I mean, that's been part of the reason it's been so frustrating being a Preds fan the last few years. Um, yeah, we're making the postseason, and we have absolutely zero chance but I, I understand. I've been there. And, of course, we had a 41-win season where we went to the Stanley Cup. So, every year we do make it. And I'm like, it's going to happen. And we don't. But, anyway, I understand where you're coming from. I get it. Um, oh, how the mighty have fallen, though. Baltimore has lost quite a few games in a row. They're definitely missing Lamar Jackson.
1: Uh, this team still – Huh? Are they? you sure about that? I'm, I'm being facetious. Oh. As soon as
0: you said facetious, that thunder just, like, wow. (laughs) Uh, But, um, yeah, they're definitely missing Lamar Jackson. They've lost a few in a row. They're still in a playoff position right now. Thank goodness Lamar had them in uh, a position to do so. But they really need him back because they haven't been playing great. And Tyler Huntley hasn't been horrible. He just hasn't
1: been Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson that offense is clearly made for Lamar Jackson.
0: Exactly. In a team that struggles in a lot of places other than quarterback, Lamar Jackson I think covers up a lot of their improprieties. And when he's not in there, Tyler Huntley again playing good football, 14 of 21 130 yards, a touchdown a to pick. Like that's not bad. Uh 7 yards, 24 carry, like 7 yards 24 carries. 7 carries 24 yards. Um that's not a it's not a bad game out of Tyler Huntley. But it's not Lamar Jackson, and I think they really, really need Lamar in this offense if they're gonna hope to do anything in the postseason. I don't know his injury status, but hopefully he can make it back into the lineup.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm sure they will be uh, miss. I- I'm sure they not. I'm sure they are missing him. English gets hard there sometimes, uh, and I'm sure they will be ecstatic when he makes his return.
0: I have no doubt.
1: But uh, listen. I appreciate our listeners. Dude, we have the coolest listeners of all time. They are the coolest listeners. They're the best listeners.
0: I uh, do think it's about time to wrap this up. Yeah,
1: I think the The weather is trying to wrap it up for us. The thunder's
0: getting louder. I can hear the rain through my headphones, in which I can hear myself talking.
1: Uh, Dude, it literally looks like someone is holding a strobe light to all of our windows. Yeah, Yeah.
0: so uh, (laughs) due to the weather... We are gonna go ahead and cut it down, cut it off, end it here. Tom, you look scared. I, it's just,
1: I'm not scared. It's just, it. It's okay, baby. I don't. It. It keeps blowing my mind. You need how... a weighted blanket. David. It's okay. It just, it literally, like from how bright the flashes are, dude. I'm like half expecting there to be three lightning strikes in our backyard. <laughs> like they're just just so bright. It is a little like
0: that would not be great.
1: It's just a bit confusing, and it's taking my eyes a second to figure it out. Fair enough, fair
0: enough. But anyway, uh, yes, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in always. This pod will be posted tomorrow. It's going to be great. It's going to be fabulous.
1: for them, it's today.
0: Well, yeah, but anyway.
1: I don't know where you're going. I don't know what kind of socks you're wearing. I hope you're not outside in the rain. A to the men. But uh, I don't know about you, but... We're We're just here so we don't get fined.